Hello, 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 and welcome to Holding Space with Whitney Jean. I'm your host, Whitney, and I am so grateful that you are here. Whether this is your first episode with me or you are returning, I am beyond grateful that the universe has led you to this exact moment, to this exact space with me. I cannot wait to share today's episode with you. I hope you enjoy. Um, on the retreat and I'm really excited because today we have Jamie who actually was one of the two people that won a spot at the April retreat so it definitely is a different experience coming into it last minute because I think it was like 11 days before it started that she was notified that the retreat was going on and then she showed up and was ready and it was amazing and I'm really excited to share her experience. So, Jamie, would you like to introduce yourself or share a little bit about you? Uh, I am Jamie, and um, I have had trauma throughout my life from the to- eight toddler ages. And uh, two and a half years ago, I lost my older brother, who was like my person and I've kind of been struggling with that loss and how to move on with life Mm -hmm. uh, without him Mm -hmm. and so um, I entered the giveaway for the retreat because I was kind of desperate to find some more help because I felt stuck um, with all my self-help kind of stuff I've been doing Um, and so then when I won the giveaway, it was shocking. But then I was like, all right, I'm going to go into this with an open heart and an open mind and see what happens. I love that. And what do you do for work? I am a legal assistant and a photographer. And do you like it? I do. Yeah. So going into the, the retreat, what was your intention? What did you expect going into it? Was there any sort of expectations or desires or anything like that? I don't think I had any expectations because I didn't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was hoping um, that something would happen there, that I would get some sort of tool to help me to be able to move forward and feel not stuck anymore. Mm-hmm. And what was your experience going through it? after getting there that first night and meeting everybody were there nerves what was your experience with that um after the first night uh, there was still a little bit of nerves but um everyone seemed so nice so Mm -hmm. 
Uh, it's like everybody gets to know each other that first night and then it's like oh okay we're just gonna go to the depth of our trauma together and it's literally a group experience but individual at the same time yes and I think that that's kind of what like some of the magic of it Mm -hmm. is that everyone is there because they want to become better versions of themselves Mm -hmm. um and so it's it's a different kind of group of people you know like and people you probably wouldn't hang out with in normal day-to-day life like there was such a variety of people there yes there was (laughs) but it was awesome because it was nice to meet different people in different areas of life that Mm -hmm. I wouldn't normally just walking along the street and Mm -hmm. so um I appreciated that of that too what were some big moments through the weekend for you um, some of the big moments were, um, Friday, I kind of realized how stuck and trapped I've kind of been in my body. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what made you realize that on Friday? Um, when we were doing our deep breathing exercises and I couldn't relax my body, no matter how hard I was trying, mm-hmm. like it just kept wanting to bunch up and be like tight and mm-hmm. stressed and mm-hmm. um and it, during that time in my brain it, I just kept saying I'm stuck I'm stuck I'm stuck mm-hmm. so and it was interesting because from the outside looking in it I could see that through your physical body it was like you felt and looked really tense yes L- like you literally what stuck looked like Yes. And that is exactly how I felt on the inside. Mm-hmm. What shifted that for you? Um, I think actually the body work and biofeedback mm-hmm. that we did. Um, there was some profound moments during that. Um, and realizing that I let part of myself die over when I lost my brother and it was really hard to kind of let that go and realize that I want to keep living and I want to be happy like I used to. And I know that he wants me to be happy too. And so it was really hard to kind of realize that and turn it around. I can imagine. Um, And then when we were laying there during the sound bowls, it's kind of like all the tension that I've had in my chest and around my heart um, kind of just like exploded out of me. And that's the only way I can explain it. Like it was so powerful that I thought the people laying next to me felt it because Mm -hmm. that's how powerful it came out um and then on Sunday when we were doing deep breathing exercises again Mm -hmm. I was actually able to relax my body completely and that was just crazy but in the best way Mm -hmm. the difference the physical difference Yes, that that trauma 
it's amazing how with trauma it stores into our physical tissue and creates tension within our physical body yes and like to feel that shift physically it was crazy <laughs> but it was so good but it was no, was it what you expected no it was not at all so what was different than your expectations going through this weekend um It's hard to kind of put words to it because, like I said, I didn't really have any expectations. Mm -hmm. I was just hoping maybe for, like, to add a deep breathing technique mm -hmm. to help me relax or whatever. And I didn't think that I was going to have such a profound healing moment. Mm -hmm. I didn't expect that, I guess. Mm -hmm. and I'm happy that it happened. Did you expect that the piece with your brother was going to come up? Was that like the intention coming in? Was that to release the heaviness of losing him? Yes. Yeah. Um, because before my brother, I, even though I've been through a lot, I was, I've always been happy and an optimist and mm -hmm. I will eternally be an optimist. Mm -hmm. Um but I missed that part of me. Like I always just felt like there was just something heavy that wouldn't let me be fully happy mm -hmm. because there was just something gray and heavy hanging around since he, since he passed and I couldn't let it go on my own. Mm -hmm. And um, so that's when I started therapy and then I won the mm -hmm. spot here and, Amazing shift. Yes. And I'm kind of glad that we waited like a week to do this because things have been unfolding from my body all week. Like, like there's what? a new thing each day. Um, like Sunday night, I slept for 10 hours because I was <laughs> just still so worn out from all the emotions and everything. Um, but then Monday when I woke up, my shoulders were not up to my ears. They were down and relaxed and my body was kind of just open. Mm -hmm. um, and then Tuesday on the way to work, I was hit with such gratitude for my friends for not running away from my sadness, from being willing to sit with me in my sadness. And it, it made me cry on the way to work because I don't know where I would be without them. Um, and then Wednesday, I woke up and I was getting ready for work and I realized my hips didn't hurt and they weren't tight. And that <clears throat> my hips are always tight and they always hurt. And so that was kind of a weird feeling mm -hmm. um and I slept a lot um do you normally sleep a lot no <laughs> I didn't work out all week because I just was physically exhausted yes I needed and, and trauma work and working on these types of things what people don't realize is it is physically exhausting your physical body is detoxing your physical body is releasing that yes. these emotions the stress these traumas these all of these big emotions, they take such a big toll on your physical body, carrying them around. Yes. And um, 
even this morning in spin class, I wanted to, you know, go balls to the wall like I always do. But my body was like, no, nah, dude, we're not doing that today. And mm-hmm. I was like, OK, I guess we're like, you know, we're just going to we're not fully over that. We're not ready to do that. Mm-hmm. So we're just here and happy to move our body. That's what we're going to do. I love that. Um, and then Thursday. Again, on the way to work, I have a commute, so I have time to think. <laughs> oh, no, I love work. Um, I realized that I have been working out lately because I hate my body and I hate the weight that I've put on and all that stuff. And I was wondering why it wasn't responding to what I was doing. Like it was fighting back. Mm-hmm. And I, my body has carried me through so much. Like it's so amazing. And here I am telling it, like, you're not good enough. You need to do more. Mm-hmm. And then that realized that I was, made me realize I was doing that emotionally to myself still too. Like I still emotionally felt like, I wasn't good enough and they needed to keep doing more. Mm-hmm. But like if my, you know, like if your body's asking for something, there's nothing wrong in giving it what it is asking for, whether yes. that's a slow, slower ride, not falls to the walls yes. when you're like, oh, I want to, but the body's like, let's take it a little bit easier. Did you realize when um, you said that on two, I think it was Tuesday, you had the realization that you were just so deeply grateful for your friends staying around for your sadness and how much you closed off. Did you realize how much you closed off or is that in hindsight type of thing? Like through it, did you realize how much you closed yourself down? Um, I kind of knew that I had closed myself down some, but part of it was because I didn't want to be the sad person who brought the mood down. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of became a hermit a little Mm -hmm. bit, but I still wanted to be around people. But I also didn't want any expectations of having to be who I was before because I won't ever be that person Mm -hmm. again. Mm -hmm. Um, But I wanted to learn how to find happiness again without my brother here. And so it was... Um, like I kind of knew, but again, it was one of those things, like I didn't know how to Mm -hmm. vocalize that and to let people know that, um, I appreciated it and I still wanted to be around and whatnot, but I didn't want to bring the mood down. Mm -hmm. And so grief is a wild thing. I think it also brings that imposter syndrome where it exactly what you're saying, where it's like, I want to be invited. I want to be involved. I want you to invite me to all the things, but also understand if I'm turning down everything, still invite me. And when I show up, maybe I need to leave early because I'm triggered or maybe I need to leave early because I'm having some big emotions come up or it and the space of like, it's hard. It it really is hard being the sad friend. It really is hard being that space. And I think that a lot of our friends want to hold the space for us and want us to receive from them and depend on them. But that is really, really, really hard in grief because it's so 
you're so out of control. Like you're, yes. you can't control it. Yes. And I, I'm getting a lot better, but right after and for a long time after I struggled in big groups of people. Um, so I always kind of wanted to let people know that, um, like I would love to come, but I don't know how long I can stay because it just is overwhelming. Mm -hmm. And I feel like when you're in big groups of people and there are people there that you're not super close with, you feel like you have to act like you're happy mm -hmm. and you have to kind perform. Of, yes. And sometimes in grief, you don't have that energy to perform. Like you just don't have it in you to be like, I can't pretend today. Mm -hmm. And so, um, it, like I said, that's gotten somewhat better. So that's good. I love that. I can't wait to see what shifts, continues to shift for you and how you begin to evolve and grow from this while also totally honoring and remembering and loving the pieces of you that are your brother as they, those come back with, with time. Yes, I am excited for that too. And um, I had an appointment with my therapist yesterday and he wanted to hear all about the retreat. Um, and then after that, he was like, I don't even know if you need me anymore. And I was like, I don't, let's not go. Let's that not go far. that far. <laughs> let's, let's bring that back a little There's bit. There's so much value in therapy, <laughs> even to just like express the day-to-day stuff that comes up and the triggers that come up there's so much value in therapy yes so if someone's on the fence of doing a retreat what would you say to them um i would say give it a give it a chance mm -hmm. like just jump in with an open heart and an open mind and you never know what's going to come out of it you might have something big and profound like some of us did or you might just have, you know, meet some great people, have some great conversations, um, and still heal, but maybe not in a big, profound way because your your soul and your body might not be ready mm -hmm. for a big, profound thing. Like I was ready for that. Mm -hmm. I needed to let go in that sense. Like I needed to find happiness again, but um even just to meet some cool people and I like have a good experience for a weekend it's worth it just for that mm -hmm. um but yeah I love that and I think that's super profound because a lot of people go in those expectations of like this is what I want I want the big and, and profound um experience and the body's like no you're not ready for that it's like it's the crack in the outer shell that you needed to begin shattering that barrier around you and maybe it's the next experience, or maybe it's three months down the road that you be it that begins cracking and unwinding, and the change comes after the retreat because of what was cracked yes. during the retreat. I agree, okay. and even my therapist said, you know, since I told him about how things have kind of been unfolding like a new thing each mm -hmm. day, he said, let's let's keep an eye on that and see what keeps happening over mm -hmm. you know the next couple of weeks and so yeah and, and I see that too um 
I've, I've seen that with people who came to the last February retreat and then came to the October and then came to this February. It's so amazing to see how each retreat, they show up as a different person and it is this this slow process of unwinding for them, for them. But like you look at it and you're like, oh my God, in a year, you are a completely different person. In just a few months, you're a completely different person, but it didn't happen that in that instantaneous moment, there wasn't a big profound moment. And so they're like, well, I didn't get anything from it. And then three months down the road, you're like, wait, you're unrecognizable. There's an unwinding that's been happening. Yes. I love it. I love it. Thank you for having this conversation with me. Yeah. Is there anything you want to leave uh, listeners with uh, before we tune out? Um, just give yourself grace. Mm. Life is hard. It is hard. It doesn't matter if you've had big traumas or little traumas. I mean, life is hard. Just give yourself grace and let yourself fall, but don't be afraid to pick yourself back up. Or ask for help if you need help. Mm. Trying to find a way to pick yourself back up. And I think that's an important because we're not meant to do it alone. Right. And sometimes the weight feels so heavy because it like you were saying, that you can't control it. And so it's hard to be the burden, but people want to support you. People want to love you. There are people out there that want to hold space for you. And find those people. Exactly. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I will see everybody in the next episode. I just want to take a moment to express my gratitude for you allowing me to be a part of your journey through this podcast. It brings me so much pleasure and so much joy to be a contribution to you in any way that I possibly can. If you loved what you heard today, or if you were triggered by what was what was said today, I would love if you would leave me a review with any epiphanies, anything that was cleared up for you, any episode favorites, so that I can continue offering you and creating valuable content that is a contri- contribution to you. I would just be so, so thankful. And you can do that on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for taking time to be in this space with me. I love you so much.